Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to Dropping In, a podcast of storytelling and interviews with your host, Winter Olympian Mercedes Nickel. Thank you so much for dropping in on episode 46. This is series five, where we are digging deep into the shoulder season blues. What does that mean? Well, when it becomes fall, it gets dark in Canada, and a lot of us deal with seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder. So we're going to dive into deep with some experts to find out how we can get some tools to make ourselves feel better. Let me introduce episode 46 guests that we will be dropping in with today. Now, this guest makes you feel like you belong wherever you are when you are around him. He started out as a minister. His passion for the mountains alongside with his schooling and photography brought him around the world. He's an award-winning action sports photographer. Living in Pemberton, British Columbia, he hosted a first Soul Atrium retreat. 13 guys going deep, surfing, breathing, rituals, meditation, movement, and deep exploration with new ways of being more fully human. I think that there's no better person to chat with about the shoulder season blues than our next guest. This husband, friend, father, minister, professional photographer, retreat leader knows a lot of tools that we can use to feel better. I'm pleased to introduce Chad Chomlack. Okay, Chad, Sean, like, are you ready to drop in? I am ready to drop in. Mercedes. All right, rapid fire. Here we go. If you could travel anywhere in the world right now, where would it be? Nepal. Ooh, because you talked about you went to Nepal in yep. the podcast on Lawless. Yeah. When was I the did. last time you went back there? Uh, it's been like 10 years or so. Oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. You'll okay. notice that these rapid fires are never rapid. That's my own fault. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you met your wife too, right? I met her. We met in India, but yeah. Okay. We, and then we spent a bunch of time in, in all through that area, Afghanistan, Pakistan. So cool. Yeah, just the most enchanting place. <laughs> Nepal, never been, want to go. Uh, number two, what is your favorite season? Oh. <laughs> man it's like so activity based and i i like it's hard because i love golf just as much as i love snowboarding <laughs> same here same here so, but uh right now i think i think still winter because i just get to spend so much time with my uh my boys yes yeah in oh the winter gosh. so so lucky yeah they can they can keep up now can't they <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> number 3 big city or small town Small town. Yeah. yeah. Not opposed to that. Number four. Now, when people ask you how you are, are you honest? Oh, no. <laughs> no. It depends. It, it, it's, it's situational for sure. Like some people don't have the privilege to know me that well. 
and some people do, I guess, you know, like I'm, I'm careful with my goods, mm -hmm. but so that I often like, yeah, I'm great. And then, you know, inside, oh, inside like, I'm what? crumbling. No. Yeah, I'm crumbling. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try to be as honest, but uh, you know, it, then that opens up another, you know, conversation, you know, with the, you know, whether or not I want to stay in the conversation. hundred percent, hundred percent. All right. Number five, this is a tough one because it's been going on forever. It feels like forever. How are you feeling about the global pandemic? Ooh, um, I kind of, I, I kind of just settled into sort of a place where, you know, it feels right for me, for me and my family and the, and the, and the things that we value. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're in a, an incredible time of opportunity and um, I'm excited about that. Um, oh my gosh. You're and so of positive. course, yeah, I mean, I can <laughs> it, maybe ask me if I spend like, you know, a solid day on news reels and shit like that I, I might it might be a totally different answer so <laughs> totally fair no I but I try that. to keep I try to keep on the part that yeah you know what like I mean I just keep looking at history and history is such a beautiful if we if we don't have that connection to our history and as being just a species mm -hmm. uh we think this is new you know or think <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's, it's like new. We've gone through stuff like this yes. before, and 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 I my hope is that we continue to grow globally as a collective and love, love each that. other deeper. And, you That's know. such a good outlook. Let's let's get less serious now with okay. um with number six. <laughs> if okay. you had if you had a superpower, which one do you wish you had? Easy, that fly. Yes, yes. 100 totally, totally. Yeah. i feel you on that one yeah. probably because we traveled so much yes i, I think so <laughs> i just am so into birds too <laughs> yes or something else okay yeah. number seven when you first think of the shoulder season what's the first thing that comes to mind um bored uh boredom yeah that's fair yeah. Or not snowboarding, but <laughs> yeah, just boredom. Just boredom. Okay. Perfect. And there's like Kevin and I were actually the guy went anyways, the guy was out in the backcountry today with Sansalone. He was like, we were talking about how it's also like the point where we're like, I gotta get in shape. Like mm -hmm. I it's like this sort of like feeling like, oh man. And I know that the first week or two of like getting everything moving to get ready for being in the snow. Yeah. It's, it it's doesn't feel suck. that great. It <laughs> yeah. sucks. Every year it sucks. Every year. You're like, what happened to my legs? Where did they go? Yes. Why are they on fire? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, number eight. Do you have a trick for the shoulder season blues? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's a trick, but I definitely like there's a pra my the practice of there's to me it's like if i do breathing uh practice breath work practice yoga movement or something like that yeah. um and i try to keep a really healthy habit of meditation and i'm not saying that those are like the trick but i definitely find myself you know in more in the present and settled in for sure love that yeah. Those are all great things to do that I wish I did more of. 
So <laughs> <laughs> number number nine, do you take any supplements? Yeah, I do. Do you yeah. want to know what they are? I kind of do. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I, I wonder where I have it. <laughs> I mean, I take like a vitamin D. I take, yeah. I definitely take a, um, a vitamin D. I forget what it's called, but it's like, honestly, like a pill of sunshine. It's so good. Yeah. And during the shoulders. That, do you take that throughout the year or just during the I take it season? until about March. Oh, okay. From from like now till about March. And yep. then I, I have a vitamin E, a B, like a, a multi vitamin B complex. Yeah. Um, I do, I do uh, Rishi and um, Lion's Mane. Yeah. Um, what else? Something, another one for like immunity and inflammation. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Turmeric or something like that. But yeah, I, yeah. I pretty much have. I'm pretty, I have my little pillbox. That's good. That's good. I need to get that. I need to get on that. I had um, Dr. Dom on and I have Dr. Chanel on and awesome. they're giving us all the little tidbits from uh, Creekside Health on what to take and how to yeah, take it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so cool. It's good. Yeah. Dom, Dom talks a lot about mushrooms, which I want the whole pill capsule. There's like five in one, which sounds Yeah. Nice. They're really good. And then I'll, I'll do like a bit of microdose with, uh, with a bit of like the psilocybin in there too. Mm, so good for um, the brain. It's so good. And I'll, I'll do it like for three months and then I won't do it for six and then three months, but that is a real, especially going into the beginning of winter. Mm -hmm. I find that that's a beautiful medicine for Amazing. sure. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Number 10, the last one. Do you get the seasonal blues? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Every I year, do. once a year, twice a year. I get it right about now. Mm -hmm. um, and so, and part of it is like this mixture of anticipation for unknown things because of my work and different things like that. So I, so the planning and the the kind of angst that that everybody in our industry kind of starts to go, okay, what are we doing? What are we doing? Am I gonna get for me? I'm like, am I gonna get work? Am I gonna, you know, yeah. all these kind of things? And it's always great. And you know, it 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 unfolds as it should should be. Mm -hmm. But I do find myself, you know, getting a bit like discouraged and and what if and like just kind of that sense of tired, like, gosh, this is a lot of work. And I don't, you know, it's just this low grade kind of thing, you know, and um, that changes when, when everything turns white for me, um, we have snow down to the Valley and it's robust. Uh, something shifts in me. It's just this in between like rain and yeah. like the volatile stuff. <laughs> It just kind of, kind of like maybe oh, here we go. Yeah. And uh, I'm a I'm a really big believer also that that and I'm I'm so I, I answer yes to the seasonal blues because I think it it is a real real deal you know that that many people struggle with including myself. But mm -hmm. there is this point where I I kind of look at it as like you know our seasons, like being human seasons are really good indicators and they mm -hmm. lead you, they lead you into, they, I know they lead me into more of this kind of primal response, you know, of like, okay, the fall is here. 
there was something in my body just decides to be like, okay, I need to like, it's a process of letting go, letting things die, letting things kind of settle into the earth as, as you see mirrored in creation around us, you know? And so I find that, I find that that's a good thing just to kind of flow with and ask those questions of like, okay, like rather than resisting that mm-hmm. and, you know, the myth of being happy all the time, maybe it's a gift to allow us to, to, to let go of some of those deeper things that aren't, aren't, aren't really working or serving our lives anymore. And, and uh, I, I try to like, kind of keep on that path. Cause then it, it rather than like drown in the kind of like, you know, I don't feel that great. Or like, yeah, this is, yeah. this is low. It's dark all the time. <laughs> you know, all the time. No, it's like, it okay, is... let me, let me enter into it, you know, but yeah. so. it is like a fine line. I find of like, just all out bursting into tears, not knowing what's next. And like this, this limbo, especially yeah. in the snowboard industry, it's like, yeah. where are you going to go? What's going to happen with the snow? Is it going to be a good year? Like all these, all these questions, but I mean, it, it does relate to everyone else in life um, that yeah. has a career or anything other, any other industry that people are in, because like, it's a transitional time. Yeah. And, and like, even today I escaped to Mexico, I should be happy and thriving. And today I was just like, what am I even doing? <laughs> you know, like even in the sunshine, I'm still like, oh, it's, it's fall. It's here. Yeah. And it's, it's really here. settling in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. It's so wild. And, and yeah. I, I do love it because Dr. Chanel Smythe, she talks about how nature, like everything's slowing down. And you talked about nature. And I really appreciate that because you kind of have to listen to nature and what it's doing. And that's something I'd never thought about before. I think it's so cool and and so genuine and, and so grounding as well. It is. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm definitely like experimenting more with it because I think it's a really, I think you said a bang on is that, you know, we, as just being human, <laughs> we are constantly in a state of change and, and a constantly in a state of, of, of transitions, you know, mm-hmm. and when these seasons are in place and we live in a place that, that really promotes the fact that everything's changing around us from season to season, it, there is almost this invitation to be like, okay, well, you know, what needs to transition for you? you know, and what needs to just like the plants and the, and the, and the, all the stuff that's, you know, getting ready to bury under and have that deep growth during winter season. It's like, I'm down with trying to pay attention to that a little bit more in my own life, you know? So yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, it's crazy to open your eyes to that kind of thought of things rather than like, Oh, what was me? Let's just take some antidepressants. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> which, which can know. help. <laughs> they, they totally. I have not taken them yet. I haven't made it yeah. that that way. That's yeah. why also I'm doing the podcast to help myself yeah. to get those like little tools to help me and see what I can do yeah, instead yeah. of that at some point in time. Sure. Um, let's talk about your the retreat that you did, the first ever. You did mm. that. This was it in September that you did it, or October? Um, October. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So can you give us a little inside scoop as to what, what went on there? Yeah, absolutely. We had like 13 guys, like I, I've been really 
feeling strongly for the last while. And I come from kind of a background of, you know, helping facilitate spaces for people that just either it's a celebration of life or it's a, a wedding or, of, of, you know, a kid coming of age, like a rite of passage or um, teaching and all that kind of stuff and bringing sort of some of these uh, these elements that I think have really worked in my own life and I'm seeing it modeling in other people. And I just, I, for me, I just saw a lack of spaces created for, for men mm-hmm. and where there's like, you know, a dime, I mean, you can go join a retreat like any weekend, you know, it's like there <laughs> and, and it's, but there's not like, just, I don't know, there wasn't a space really that was just, if it was, it was kind of cokey or like weird or I don't know like totally if I, when I looked it up I was kind of like I wouldn't really hang out with, like with, with that like I want to go play and I want to learn some things that I can apply to to bring a deeper rhythm and rest in my own life mm-hmm. as well as bring along people on that journey because people are hungry for it and and I know just from my pool of friends you know of people around they're like yeah like if I could carve out a time to just kind of go inward a bit, slow down, eat really well, uh, maybe get challenged in my, my thinking, you know, in the sense of the, the habitual ways that I live my life and access that through modalities that really get us in tune with our bodies and less about our heads and doing and accomplishing and performing, um, which I find that uh, men can stay there. <laughs> I know I'm just saying men, I should just say myself. <laughs> it's like I could, I could, you know, you just, you stay in this place where you're, you're kind of, um, yeah, your worth or your value or the way that you measure yourself in life and all that stuff is based on, you know, the comparison of another or how much money you have in your bank account or how good your kids are or how many friends you have or whatever. Right. And, and there wasn't, there's, there's not a lot of of conversations around with men about like getting past that stuff and getting, it's almost like an act of remembering who you really are, like your essence of you, you know? And so that's why it was called soul atrium because soul is just, a word, please don't get hung up on that. It's not like this religious thing or anything like that. It's just, it's that deeper current, you know, it's that, it's that it's, you know, throughout history, soul was always, you know, referred to as this, you know, mysterious, deeper essence, I guess you could say of, of a thing, you know? So we often, like, I think of in snowboarding, let's say, I think of, you know, Jamie Lynn, you know, or Kazu or Terry, like there's a soul part of how they express themselves in the world through their art form, through snowboarding. I'm just using that as an example, but they have really tapped into that, that place. That's where they live from. And often we don't, we don't, we haven't been trained. We haven't been showed. We haven't been really brought to a place of shared experience where Mm -hmm. we can begin to learn what that might look like to live that way rather than this reactive sort of head-based, you know, sort of uh, doing orientated competing, you know, kind of thing yeah. in your place <laughs> in the world um, and draw maybe settling that noise down a bit so that you can hear that deeper part of yourself. That's and so, so we created a space in Tofino and we had ended up being about 15 of us. And it just was like, 
magic, man. It was, it was so great, you know, and we, yeah. we use the modalities of breath work and movement and my really good friend, Bridget, um, did an incredible, she's the best. She's the best. <laughs> she's the best. And, uh, and from the draw, like they do, they had a kind of a women's retreat beforehand, but she did let our movement and we had a beautiful, um, woman from Vancouver from Oto healing. Um, and she did some sound like stuff with bulls and all this stuff. <laughs> That's kind of trippy sometimes though. Oh, that can really bring things up. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then we had a breathwork person, Lauren, um, who is unbelievable also. And, and it just, and then I would just kind of weave these sort of, sort of rituals they would do and things that they would go out and like learn to journal and like kind of connect and integrate these parts of their life that they haven't really maybe paid attention to, you know, and I have found helpful through my own life and through my own research and all that kind of stuff. So the outcome was like, way it was way better than I thought. Like, I, I believe it. I was like, I thought it would be really good. Like I, I knew it would be beneficial and all that. And it would land for people at some level. But, uh, and then we got to, you know, we're surfing every day and we're in the ocean. And so it's, it's this whole rhythm of, of trying to create that space for people to encounter themselves again, you know, yeah. because it, it kind of, you know, and that, you know, one way to do that and multiple ways to do that is through like, focus concentrated meditation yoga movements that are slow that get us back into our body those kind of things that Bridget did and then the breath work breath work to me is is probably one of the most key elements that I'm I know I've seen benefits in my own life and I've seen you know now kind of leading and holding that space and being in there seeing that process of releasing of energy yeah. where where we get stuck you know like we get get these parts that just kind of live and they're a bit sticky and we <laughs> you kind of don't have a, a place to, to to let them out you know and if you if you look at an animal you know walking through a wild animal walking through life and if they're let's say going through a stressful time or they're being chased by a predator yeah, yeah. you know that animal if it gets away it goes and it releases energy immediately it, it intuitively instinctively knows it needs to discharge what they just experienced. Yeah. And we're no different. We don't do that though. And we, we don't, don't even do know how to breathe properly. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. So it was like really cool to like just have that space to, and then there was just deep conversation around that about people's experiences and all of that. And I, I love I'm that just, sharing part of it. The retreat yeah. I did one in um in August and that. I think that sharing component is therapy in itself because you're, you're like, okay, I'm not totally crazy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you know, like, yes, totally to be, you know, to be seen and to be heard is like the deepest need of the human heart. And so when, especially, you know, with males too, and with everybody, like it's not a female male thing, but I know that we're, we're not necessarily known to sit down and like, really be seen and hear each other. Yeah, but what a, what, a, what a great safe space for all the totally. men to be in. And totally. I appreciate that. And when I was jealous, when I saw it, I was like, dang, I want to be on, because I've always been with the boys, you know, snowboarding and everything. I'm like, I want to be on that retreat too. But I just went on retreat and I can't, I just wanted to hear all of the tools that you use seem like the tools that we could use for seasonal um, uh, affective disorder as well. I, Totally. Like I, even after, and I'll just let, kind of let the, 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 it was really about the feedback now. It's been almost a month since mm-hmm. the retreat. 
and and everybody is entering into the shoulder season a lot of those guys that attended are from sort of our area or connected to that kind of world or something like that where we have these very distinct low times of 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 our rhythm and uh just to hear their feedback and what they've like just taking those two they were so they were seemed to be so accessible and they're so natural to whether it's a small breathwork practice that you begin to do it doesn't have to be big right it's yeah, just yeah, simple totally. simple stuff that if, if we do it on a repetitive base as a practice not to like be better not to like yeah. gain some great <laughs> like da, 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 but just as as a way to work with our nervous system um it it provides a tremendous amount of benefit. So listening to everybody as they've gone home and as they get back into their work and all that kind of stuff, it, everyone has had really good feedback. Like, Oh, I'm still doing this and it's producing so much benefits and looking, you know, like it just was, it's just been really cool. Awesome. I hope (laughs) that it keeps going because it's definitely necessary. Um, I know that I need to keep doing it as well. Um, It's easier said than done all the time. We talk about meditation. I'm like, I can meditate for five minutes. I'm like, got it. You know, I'm really proud of myself. Pat on the back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So in that conversation, you talked about um, being active, doing the sports that you love that you were there when you were there. Kind Mm -hmm. of, I feel like all those guys that were there probably really enjoyed surfing as well as other sports. So uh, again, like seasonal depression comes with, forgetting what your happy is because Britt Janik and I talk about, well, we don't have golf. We don't have golf anymore. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) those are summer sport and it's this in between and it's again, Uh, that limbo. So finding something that makes you happy um, and, and finding like learning how to do breath work. I honestly will get deeper into this in another episode with, um, Mm -hmm. with Dylan probably. And, uh, and it's just really using that and learning how to breathe properly. I think it's so important. So important. So many tools that you have and you shared it. It's so amazing. Will you be doing another retreat for the men? Yes, we will. <laughs> we, <laughs> we totally are. Like I, it's now just trying to like, uh, yeah, it's happening. So at the, at the latest, it'll be uh, spring at the earliest. We'll, we'll do one um, this winter. It's a little tough in the winter. Um, just with location and all that but yeah we're definitely i'd like to have it at every transition of every season oh, you then, know you're already ahead of the game you know yeah. what <laughs> i love it it's so grateful so grateful it's amazing it's wonderful yeah, it's, it's an honor thank you so much for your time where can people find you online online instagram's probably the best and that's at chad chomlack that's that'll point to wherever it needs to go (laughs) and then there's soul atrium is at at soul atrium so actually at soul.atrium is the instagram but that's the retreat my people that's amazing thank you so much chad for dropping in today we really appreciate it thank you for having me Thanks for dropping in. If you want to watch this podcast, head over to YouTube. Follow Dropping In on Instagram and Facebook at Dropping In with Mercedes. Thank you, DJ Kenosis, for the music and my mom for the intro voice. Jeff Woods.
kids, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.